This is Sid Haig for Nightmare Junkhead. Listen, or I'll come over there and put my boot all up in your ass. Weaving in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from, this is the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, the only horror podcast guaranteed to raise a little hell, raise a little hell, raise a little hell. Sorry, that was bad. Uh, my name is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And on today's episode, we are continuing our look at the horror anthology genre. Yeah, yes. You can throw that one out there. <laughs> Come on. Raise a little hell. <laughs> oh, boy. We're getting high tech here. But we continue our look at uh, the horror anthology genre as we were to talk about 2015's Tales of Halloween. Yes. But before we go any further, let me remind you, we are part of the Boom Howdy Podcast Network. Boom Howdy. And you can find all of our past episodes at BoomHowdy.com. But if you're like me and you like to listen to us on the go, simply search for Nightmare Junkhead in your iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud apps. And when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly into your listening device of choice. All up in your ear hole. That is what we do. And before we get into the meat of our episode, let me remind you also that we're uh, hosting Hmm? a Halloween party. Yes. At Tapcade. Yes. On October 30th. Tricks and treats. Tricks and treats. And yes. what do we have lined up for him, genius? Oh, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be fun and a bun, man. We have three mystery movies, and you're not going to know what until they all, until you're there, and you won't know what until they actually play. We're going to have um, a little pop up band. There's going to be drink specials. There's going to be candy. There's going to be a costume contest. We're going to be selling uh, horror club stuff, and we're going to be selling our nerds and nostalgia stuff, too. Yes, we so, are. yeah. So come on down if you're one of our listeners or faithful listeners and you want some nerd swag, come on down, pick it up. And the beauty is it's only $6. Yeah, it's $6. And uh, the, the place only holds, like, I think 45, 50 people. So we're doing a pre sale now. Yeah. So if you really want to go, which I think you really should, then make sure you go ahead and get and order your tickets. Go to screenland.com for more information. Mm-hmm. There's some good stuff. So we are talking Tales of Halloween today, and we're actually bringing in a special guest, which yeah. we don't do too often on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We, we do it occasionally with uh, Nerds and Nostalgia. Um, a couple episodes we had James Balsamo on, mm-hmm. and we've got a, and this time we've got an in-studio in, in, guest, yeah. which I'm very excited for. Uh, we are talking Tales of Halloween, and I cannot think of anyone better to bring in and talk about it, because he wrote one of the segments of the film, Welcome to the Podcast, writer of the Night Billy Raised Hell, Mr. Clint Sears. Clint. Round of applause. Hey, fellas. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This is my third podcast. That's that's how we talk on these things, right? I'm, you want to be a star, yeah. don't you? Hey, we're going yes. to get nasty on you. <laughs> Go ahead and have a seat on the couch. I'll be with you in a minute. You guys are in regular clothes, and I, I'm in my tuxedo and tails. I, I, just, I thought that's how this all worked. I'm oh, sorry. It looks I good. feel embarrassed now. Tan and taupe, I believe, is the uh, color scheme there. <laughs> and, and velvet. It's yes. nice. It's nice. Crushed. Yeah. Black velvet. And so, little boy smile. Right. So before we go any further... Uh, Please tell our listeners, where can they find you out on the social media? Oh, my God. I'm so glad you said that. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to amass an army. I'm, I'm really late on the social media, and I want the digital love that you know my parents never gave me. So. <laughs> you can find me uh, at Clint is Awesome on Twitter and uh, come and lie to me about how great you think I am and that you know who I am. So it'll be great. Every favorite's a hug. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's absolutely right. That's a horrid callback to something we were talking about (laughs) off mic there. Good Lord, man. Uh, Also, uh, so on Twitter and Facebook, correct? 
Yes. Excellent. Uh, excellent. Yeah. And so we're, you're going to try to basically make a, a Clarmy, if you will. Uh, a Clarmy. I'm trying to think of like the appropriate oh my way. God. Uh, I love you so uh, much for that. Yes. That's, yeah, that's nice. That's actually, yeah. Is that pretty that nice? That was nice. Oh, shit. I, I thought it was bad. I thought it was going to get like the crickets or no, something. No, 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 no. Nope. The no. t-shirts are being printed right now. Nice. <laughs> so, um... How did you get your start into all this? Because you are the writer of the segment, The Night Billy Raised Hell, which is also one of my favorites in the it movie. It was pretty fucking badass, it's, man. You're so lucky I don't have to leave, because I, you know, I right? was like, uh, if you say second, you right. know. It was the top yeah. three. No, it was <laughs> no. one of the top ten ones I liked the most in this movie. No, no, no. <laughs> so what did, how did you get your start, uh, just in terms of just writing, kind of, you know, what sure. is your what well, is your Crime Alley story? Sure. Um, my Crime Alley story, it's... This this question always frustrates me because everyone always says, you know, when I, I don't know if you guys listen, but everyone always says, I'm not sure the path of Hollywood, you have to find your own way. And I've always found it to be just super, really simple. The key is when you're 12 years old, you just have to want it. And then you find somebody more ambitious and talented than you are. And then you wait 20 years and they pull you out of obscurity. So... I think it's a simple plan, really. It, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a long burn. It's a it, long con. It's a you know? long con. Yeah. You got to put in the hours. Now, are you referring to Mr. Bowsman? Absolutely, Mr. Uh, Darren Lynn Bowsman. And uh, no, we, we were friends in middle school. We ran around making our own videos all the time. And uh, yeah, he just he hit big. And, you know, I went into middle management, which was uh, soul-crushingly awesome. <laughs> we can see the lines on the face there, you know, the thousand-yard uh, stare. I'm death yeah. of a salesman type thing. I can see the fluorescent lighting, and I just went blank for a minute. But no, uh, yeah, he... Uh, okay, so we, we stayed in touch, and uh, I went out to his wedding. And I was like, you know, wouldn't that be funny if I went out to L.A. and I got a movie idea? And I literally had a dream that that night that I couldn't shake. And I was like, this is a movie. And I built the entire thing around it. And next thing I know, we're writing the script. And we sold the script. And it did It did all, so many things in Hollywood. I, I don't know if everyone knows this, but so many things in Hollywood just don't ever make it to production. It just doesn't happen. But you can, you can make a career not going to production. And uh, we did well that way. And uh, I basically come up with a story. And then I started looking into screenwriting after that. And I have a, actually, I have an advertising marketing background, and I found out that copywriting was really similar to screenwriting. So you actually had a little bit of a trans, uh, an easy yeah. transition for the most part. Yeah, basically, uh, the screenplay is all about making the world come to life in as little of words as possible. And you can't use, um, you know, flowery, you can't really be too flowery or descriptive. You just want to be clean, precise, and like... You know, you don't want to hit on something that a copy uh, a copy reader or a coverage person is going to just be like, well, what the hell is that word? So you basically have to be in a middle level and just make it make it pop. And that's exactly what copywriting was. And once I put those two things together, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to give this a shot. So I started writing scripts and uh, thank God, you know, it, it took off from there. Darren, I think, really liked them. And uh, then we can get into the Tales of Halloween thing if you want. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just, Are you kidding? Yeah. So <laughs> no, we just figured we're just now we're just going to talk you, about. Quilting. I thought you wanted to talk about you know how I was born on a cold mm-hmm. December day. And just kind of work from there. <laughs> on a cold great Chicago morning. <laughs> was raised a poor black child. Right. You know, we've all been there. Oh, oh, I thought we were going to harmonize. <laughs> no harmonizing on the podcast yet. <laughs> so uh, Darren basically has been super busy since the the time he started his career, and I caught that that was my fortune is that he was just too busy for this. Well, not too busy, but he was, he was super busy when this project caught up to him. And uh, his wife was about to have their first child. 
And he was also going through uh, the production on Devil's Carnival 2, which, by the way, if you haven't seen it, is awesome. I, it's my favorite movie. Screened here at uh, the Screenland Armor. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I absolutely love it. And that's not just because he's a friend. It's because he pays me to say that. <laughs> um, Handsomely, very much. <laughs> Tonight's episode is brought to you by Darren Lynn <laughs> <laughs> Uh But anyway, so he was, he was really busy, and he's like, hey, Clint, uh, Pitch me four ideas for this uh, project that we have coming up. And, you know, if, if I if I shit the bed, he was going to take care of it. But uh, thankfully, I didn't. So I pitched him four ideas. And one of the ideas was kind of a darker idea. And then three of them were really easy because I just modified um, Perfect Strangers spec scripts that I had. So I was basically like... Uh, like Balky? Yeah, Balky. I was like, you know, Balky and him in the... in the. No, I didn't do Oh, that, my God. <laughs> your face. I, I was. I was like, wow, they say you're supposed to always have a spec script, you know? Because it's like... Every dance, the dance of joy for Satan. <laughs> no, that's not bad. Yeah, that's, that's what all of my uh, sample work is, is uh, perfect, perfect Strangers. Stra- perfect yeah. Strangers fan fiction. And I, I, Larry snaps. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Larry gets AIDS. That's that's a big one. It gets that's, dark. You gotta have those very right. special Actually, episode it's, ones. Uh, it's really funny. It's a comedy. It's lighthearted. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a light-hearted. musical. Yeah, it's the musical funniest episode. Oh of my Perfect god! Strangers. From Mebos. Well, you know, seriously, they say you always have to have like yeah. they say you're supposed to have like a Simpsons spec script well, or something like that, or just that's, like that's kind of changed a, a little bit. There's a new culture now where they want you to just do your own original. Nice. Things. Yeah, nice. but wow. that was the case for a very very right, long time. Right. But now they're kind of asking for more original things because they want to see what your voice is and uh, if it will adapt to what they already have. What did you initially gravitate to in terms of your writing style? Um, again, okay, I like to be super clean and precise. And uh, I, I, I don't know. They, they call it pretty mainstream. I, I go pretty, pretty mainstream with everything. I, I don't get into too many... I, too much um, niche no, areas or no, anything? No, I, I don't go too niche. And uh, basically, um, there's a, I have this weird thing where... Um, uh, a lot of times in screenplays, you'll talk to the audience. I don't know if you guys have ever read a screenplay, but they'll break character and they will talk to the audience. So they'll be like, you know, we uh, come upon blah, blah, blah. And they'll just talk directly to the reader. And I, I never do that. I it just, I don't know if it's a style choice or what, but I just, it drives me absolutely crazy. Does it take you so out of the process? It takes me out of the process. And when I read it, and it's so stupid. Everyone's going to be like, this guy's a freaking idiot. <laughs> it takes me out of the screenplay. So I like to write like it's copy, basically. I like to write like it's a magazine ad. Sure. And uh, it's it's worked out so so far so good. Yeah, play to your strengths, man. Yeah. 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 And uh, <laughs> it's funny because if you ever read one of my screenplays, it'll never Ever, ever talk to the audience and, and Darren gets mad at me every once in a while he's like you know these guys are bored they're, they're, <laughs> these guys reading these scripts they're bored they just they just want you to grab their attention so every once in a while I'll just be like hey fuck nut <laughs> you still paying attention you still there <laughs> Balky's getting A's motherfucker that's come true. on well that's uh, I've read I've read a few like Shane Black screenplays yeah. And those, he gets, I mean, it's Shane Black, yeah. so he's got definitely yeah. a distinct style, but like, he'll describe like a love scene. Mm-hmm. It'll be basically like, well, you know, my mother's going to be reading this, but needless to say, <laughs> they're, you know, they're doing superhuman things that I myself could never do. And it, right. it's, it is very entertaining for the most part. It so. is. Yeah. And I, and I try and be entertaining and, and, but I, I, uh, I just keep it, I keep it, I keep it simple and moving yeah. it to the point, but, uh, it is interesting. Like, um, we were just talking about this. There's a lot of like uh, Hallmark esque like um, series that the guys will actually throw in, like you know, and then he throws her to the fucking ground. <laughs> and you're like, what? Whoa. What just? What just happened? What, here? Is, what am I reading? <laughs> On a very special episode of Family Ties. <laughs> That's right. 
And he's thinking, you're a cunt. <laughs> what? Uh, you know. Al- Fuck you, Meredith Baxter Bernie. I'm going to give you up for. <laughs> and I didn't just say that word, by the way. So. No, yeah, that was that was me. We can, All yeah. me. Yeah, All we me. can always blame yeah. anything like that on genius. Thank right. Thank people you. expect that. So. Exactly. And if you hear- when are you going to say something about Bill Cosby raping people? <laughs> oh, don't worry. It's coming soon. We're so only 11 do. minutes in. Right. we got plenty of time. Give us a few minutes. Um, but um, uh, so you so, kind of sorry. Yeah, back on track. Um, this is going to happen all night. Good. I'll go right along with you. Just a constant derailment of thought and uh, stream of consciousness. Right. That's, that's, that's play the great. ball where it lays. I promise. I write better than I talk good. <laughs> <laughs> Me fail English. That's impossible. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so I came up with kind of a, a dark idea and I, you know, it's Bowsman. So I was like, yeah, we'll get really dark with this shit. But he sent it back to me and he goes, you know, it's not Halloweeny enough. And I was like, what? Okay. Halloweeny enough. And I, I couldn't quite figure out what that meant. And he goes, he's busy. So he's like, just here, read all the other scripts. So I was, I was actually very fortunate in that they had already kind of written the scripts. They were first drafts. Mm-hmm. But I could see what they were, and the immediate thing that I picked up on is I go, oh, I got this. This is um, this is Tales from the Crypt. This is Creep Show. This mm-hmm. is this is that kind of fun. And I was like, and then automatically I was a kid again. I was like, okay, Halloween was scary. It was fun. You never knew what was around the corner. That's what we're doing. And so I actually adapted the story that I already had into what we see uh, in our segment. And that's it's wonderfully mirthful. I will say that. Good. If, I hope yeah, so. If any of you have not seen Tales from Halloween fucking go see this movie it's ridiculous. <laughs> well it's, it's one that you really want to see in the theater yeah yes. and if you're in the Kansas, yeah. friends and if you're in the kansas city area it's at tap tap it's at alamo. alamo yeah it, it really is one that i think uh i think we were all kind of learning this as we go it's it's one to see with friends and to yes. enjoy yes, together most definitely. don't don't fucking pirate it and watch it on your android phone in your basement next to your it's on video station. it's on yeah. video on demand right now yeah. that's yes. actually i saw oh, it the I first gotta... time with you in this with with, with you in, the in theater. this theater and then and we i'm sorry saw... again about the incident that uh well you know hey you know what i was you know, excited and boobs come on screen what do you do man you know <laughs> right i'm in the same position <laughs> come on man everybody, i gotta go door to door when i move to a new neighborhood you know? I, i'm in spilling the drink i, I don't Spill. know what happened on the other side of you but we'll, we'll move uh, on she uh, told me to grab some popcorn <laughs> right you know <laughs> <laughs> I see whenever I go, I take my own popcorn with a hole in the bottom of it. Okay. Actually, right, well, you can find this movie. <laughs> How is that? <laughs> nice segue. Speaking of greasing the wheels, you can find this movie on... Uh, we're really trying to push Time Warner Cable. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be really good for everyone, but it's on every cable thing you can think of. Basically, if you can think of it, you can find it. Right, right. And uh, we're on Sling TV, Vimeo, iTunes, Vudu, Xbox, PlayStation, Google Play, Amazon Instant... Game Boy, uh, what else? Sega, and, Genesis. And bring it, right, Super Nintendo, Game Boy, yes. like that. Saga! No, but, but really, uh, like I, I tweeted before, like Tales of Halloween, video demand is all great and stuff, but if you can see it in the theater, not only yeah. does it support the local theaters, but it supports like people say, saying, hey, we want to come out and see movies and like And see this. this in the theater. And it is definitely worth, I mean, it is a great video on demand, but if you could. If you, do if it on you video could, on demand, yeah. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, that's okay. Do it on video on, <laughs> just shut up. Fuck up. Right? <laughs> I know. Christmas time. What you didn't see was Clint actually just like, like, like went over and kind of made, made right? genius flinch. It's like, I'm going to fucking get you with a syringe with Balky's blood in it if you don't shut the fuck up. It's funny. I carry that everywhere. Right? Uh, well, to me, though, this is like a movie. It's, it's, it's fun as a shared experience. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm trying to get. Yeah, no, yeah he called me uh, De Niro. 
Yeah, well, well, that's one thing. Is this movie is it's it's so darkly funny in so many of the segments, yeah. especially your your guys' segment. Mm-hmm. It's wonderfully funny. But genius here has that. I have a boisterous laugh. And oh, so, me too. I, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's kind of dark and sinister in the right. first place. It's just it's kind of how my natural laugh. I is. thought someone was on the train tracks tied up, <laughs> and I was like, is it, I didn't even realize that uh, Smiley was in here. Right? What was, it, what was his name? Yeah, Smiley. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so he's like, well, we had De Niro next to me, like laughing and smoking <laughs> a cigar. And you just, <laughs> it was, it cracked I, me up. It was I wonderful. It. I did hear you laugh one time. And not only did I love it because, you know, I, I wrote the fucking thing, but I loved it because I have that laugh too. Like, actually, if you go to Till Halloween, you can watch the extras. And there's one point where Darren's doing something hilarious and you hear me in the background chuckling oh, you can like actually, an idiot. Yeah. Nice. And somebody was like, I hear that laugh everywhere. <laughs> it haunts me. That's what people say. Like, I, I like there was a scene in the Poughkeepsie tapes we were watching. Oh, and, Christ. like, I, I don't know why, but it cracked me up. And I'm sitting there just laughing. And then everybody, okay. like, there's like, yeah, I've heard you laugh at the Poughkeepsie tapes. And I'm like, that's, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm How many sorry. times does that happen where you just laugh at, like, the wrong thing? <laughs> All <laughs> the <laughs> fucking time. Okay. Can we talk about Forrest Gump real quick? Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Lieutenant Dan falls out of his, his wheelchair. <laughs> Everyone's, everyone is. Is crying and I'm uh, I don't know what it was but it was so unexpected and I just you can't help it. it's like right. laughing in, at a funeral and I'm just dying I'm you dying. were that guy in the theater no, just like, I did the same I did the same thing in mask oh, with Eric Stoltz Jesus. he's when he looks at himself in the funhouse mirror <laughs> and his face is like perfect I'm like ha <laughs> just like laughing my and, it, ass and again off. it's menacing so you're like one day you're and, gonna look like a lion right. for your comeuppance for this you and know? the same thing happened at, at, at Boogie Nights we were watching Boogie, Boogie Nights, Nights and he can't get it up at the very scene oh, okay. I was like, at I was the very end the scene and he shows off his big fucking fake dick right. right his well, big guffin yeah. and like I'm, I just out of nowhere I'm like snuffle up against me. <laughs> <laughs> and I just crack up and it's like a serious oh, yeah. sad scene yeah. and then the next scene you're in the background you're Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, a little uh, levity is one yeah. thing. <laughs> laughing when like people are bawling around you, man. Yeah. It's just like... But that it, makes it better. It, it, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like yeah. just the it, tears lube the laughter. Oh, exactly. Let the hate yeah. flow. But it it does, tastes like gumdrops. Right. <laughs> it goes back to that shared experience, though, because I guarantee you someone tells that story of, like, you should have seen this asshole. Oh, yeah. Laughing in Poughkeepsie yeah. tapes or laughing yeah. at fucking The Mask. Uh, so mm. you do make it a little bit more memorable. So mm. I don't think that's a bad thing per se. <laughs> but at what cost, unfortunately? Oh my god! I, I, oh boy! I am literally running away right now. I'm like, what is? I couldn't help it. I had a fucking giant smile my whole time in that movie theater watching that movie from Good, man. from just, the beginning from to the, the very minute end. you hear Adrian Barbeau to the very very end when you hear Adrian Barbeau, just fucking a smile, a laugh. Everything shocks. I, I I'm right there with you. Loved man. this movie. I uh, I got to see it for the first time with, uh, during the premiere. I, I had seen my part, obviously. Um, but yeah, and I, I had high hope. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Darren did let me uh, watch it once. He you know he tied me down. But uh, no, I, when I saw it, I was so excited and so happy and so proud because you, you never know what's gonna happen. You know, like you see mm-hmm. the scripts and everything. But God. It, I, I fuck, I'm a fan. Well, that's just it. Yeah. I was curious because the fact that you wrote it and then you get to see it, yeah. you know, was it as you saw it in your head? Oh, God. All right. Well, yeah, because that's, I'm just, you know, in terms of, you know, when you're writing it, you've got a okay. vision. and then So I, I am a bit of a, what is, what is that called? A raging fucking narcissist. <laughs> and so 
uh, <laughs> let me tell you, like seriously, watching what you had in mind in your head come to life in 3D all around you is like crack it's cocaine. Like it is insane for a narcissist. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. Nice. You guys did all this from my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like going up to craft services and I'm like pushing like you know the people over. I'm like, this is here because of me. <laughs> By the way, did you know I'm a man about town here, you know? But I'm joking, but in all honesty, I mean, it it was amazing. And like, talk about getting the bug. I was like, oh God, this, this is, this is scary. I need to do this all the time. This is the most amazing, beautiful, awesome thing. Cause it it was, it it was, it was what was in my head and it was better. And that's seeing it on the set. Mm -hmm. And then uh, a little quick side bit is like movies get made three times and Darren tells me this all the time it's like three times have you guys ever heard this no no rule of three or something like that. no 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 okay so here's how it works movie gets made during the script and then it gets made about 20 fucking times or you know depending on your project a hundred fucking times when they don't know what they want which is never because everyone's awesome but um <laughs> big happy family yeah but uh no I've had really good luck actually but um uh so it gets made once on the script and then it gets made once it's shot, and it'll change. I mean, especially with ours. We, we, we made, you know, what was on the page. We got about 80% of what I wrote. And then oh, the rest, we made up, you know, compromises on the way. And we nice, can talk nice. about that. But Partnership, man. Yeah. And, and just like, you know, there's things that are going to happen. And that's what makes Darren such an amazing director is like, we had these things that we had to do, and we had to make a decision, and it wasn't what we had planned. And I'm sitting there shitting myself. I'm like, it's all over. <laughs> we, all, we all gotta run for the hills and I'm like lighting the grass on fire and like pushing people over dousing yourself and, in gasoline yeah. and shit and Darren's like on the spot he's just like oh well we'll do this and I was like oh that's even better yeah that's, that's a good idea <laughs> wow okay that's why that's why you're you're what you do you're good <laughs> and he did that every all the time and he was just boom 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 Okay, so then it gets made during the shoot, right? So then you have that. And then the actors are going to make decisions that are a little different every once in a while. And they're going to put their own interpretation. The director's going to do his own thing. Cinematographer, he has, you know, sure. he's going to do his thing. And God, our cinematographer, uh, Joseph White, he is the most amazing. IMDb him and watch every movie. That he's done. Oh, my God. It's just visual. Next Dean uh, Cundy. Candy. Yeah. Oh, so good. And he made ours just pop and look so great. But anyway, so it gets it gets made then, and then it gets made during the edit, and that's honestly the scariest part because oh god! All right, have you guys ever <laughs> seen Star Wars where they do the ending scene without the audio? Have you ever seen that where they no. give everybody the medals? Everybody look that up if you want to know what I'm talking about. They do the ending scene, and everyone's getting the medals, and they take out the audio, and it's this the most awkward, painful like you just want to die. You can it's it's hard to finish. Right. It's so bad. So you look at the dailies, and you're looking at what you shot. And there's no, uh, fo- there's no foley, there's no sound effects, there's no audio, and it's just like this dry. It looks like a home movie, even though it looked beautiful. It feels like it's like sure. the most beautifully shot home movie in the world. And you're just like, oh, I can't handle this. We're gonna get run out of town. This is the end of everything. <laughs> Christmas in Florida. Yeah, yeah. And exactly, exactly. And uh, and so that you know, unfortunately that was the shot that I saw before I had to uh, move on to the next thing, and oh, I, I didn't man. see it again until it was finished. And it's. It's like that's when the magic happens, when they put in all the sound and they edit it right. And that's the other thing is your takes will run long because you're just looking at what you have and you're just kind of roughly throwing it together. And uh, you get these awkward pauses and all this stuff. But then once you get that edit going, that's where the magic happens. So that's, yeah, three different movies. So like I've seen, you asked what I saw in my head. I've seen it in my head and then I've seen all these different iterations of it. And then once we got to the end, it was like, oh, that was what was in my head. But, but fucking 10 times better. just enhanced yeah just darren and everybody putting their magic on it so well, you gotta have that like complimentary kind of relationship where you, everyone brings their own strengths yeah. to the table and you mix it together 
and you've just got this most potent little elixir you can imagine. And speaking exactly. of bringing it to the table, uh, of course you had Barry. Oh, oh okay. Let's talk about so, let's, yeah, let's so, talk a little bit about So really quickly, anyone that has not seen this, we're going to be kind of going into some spoilerific territory here, oh. but um, we're going to definitely get into um, um, Clint's uh, segment here, which is The Night Billy Raised Hell. <clears throat> and it's got, yeah, just Brad Majors himself. Barry <clears throat> Bostwick yeah. is the main character in this one. So yeah, tell us something. <laughs> Okay, so it? because this was there wasn't the original choice, right? Um, no, I think he was the original choice. Was he? There okay. was just talk of Clint perhaps Howard. he couldn't do it. Clint Howard, yeah, Clint yeah. Howard. There, there was talk that uh, perhaps he couldn't do it, and um, we were looking at uh, someone else, and it was just it was just a scheduling thing. But um, I found out last minute it's Barry Boswick, and I freaking lose my mind. I'm like, you know, I it was crazy. He, uh, I love him from Spin City. I think. Ah, oh, great show. Yeah. yeah, Spin City. He's just that. That character is just my favorite. But um, Barry Boswick. I'm like, oh my god, Brad Majors, and uh, and I just seen him the night before on New Girl. He did kind of a really really funny spot, real short. He was. I don't know. Did you guys see that? I I know New Girl pretty okay. well. I don't think I've seen that one. Gotcha. He, he's really funny, and I just seen it the night before I meet him. And so I show up, and he's he's in the makeup chair, and he he'd been in the makeup chair for like five years. And I show up, and it's early morning, so we probably had to get there really early. And I just fanboy all over. Did you? Yeah. Were you? <laughs> <laughs> so I, Mr. Boswick, yeah, I, he's in the he's in the chair, and like I run in like a rabid monkey, and I climb on top of him, and I'm giving him hugs and kisses, and I'm like, oh my god, Mr. Boswick, I love you so much, I'm your biggest fan, and I just start rattling off everything, and I'm like, oh, oh, all the things, and I and I'm like, so, thank you so much for doing this, and you know, the, the poor guy's been in the makeup chair forever, he doesn't know who the hell I am, and. Uh, <laughs> He, he he has that deep voice, and uh, I remember he was just like, he goes, "Uh, yes," and that was kind of that was kind of it. That was kind of all I got. And then uh, Darren and me, you know, we're brothers, so Darren's like, "All right, Clint, you're uh, scaring the hell out of Mr. Boswell. Get the fuck out of the trailer." And I was like, "Sweet, sweet, I have cemented my career." You've already. <laughs> Your reputation is, precedes you now. Yes, this is this is all good, but Slobbering no fanboy. <laughs> but then uh, you've made it when you scared Barry Bowser. <laughs> I know you're yeah. you're gold now. Yeah, he's like, I will do anything you want, Mister Bowsman, but get that <laughs> that little scary boy off of the set. Get That's, the scary boy. He is making us all uncomfortable. <laughs> he starts blackmailing. You're gonna be in my next five movies, or I'm sending Clint your address. <laughs> Uh, but uh, so then Barry, you know, he got out of makeup and I, I calmed down and I popped like, you know, 50 Xanax and I came over and uh, I apologized and I brought him the fruit basket. And uh, but no, he wanted <laughs> nothing says I'm sorry, like an edible arrangement. Yeah. That's that's my two go to moves. If right, you ever want to work with me, yeah. is you're going to you're going to get kisses on your cheek and then edible arrangements and then edible arrangements, strawberries and pineapple. Yeah, right. So, no, I we we all calmed down together. And then we held hands, and uh, Barry was like, uh, you know, he was so awesome. God, he was so cool. I, I felt, I, I, I fell in love with Barry Boswell. I was going to say, you know, best. I can see yeah. the hearts emanating yeah. from you right now as yeah, you're talking I about I turned him. into the anime eyes with the big... Right. right. Now there's like emojis <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> but uh, no, I, 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 he was just the best. He was so fun and so loose and just willing to play and try and so much damn energy. He, he ran all over the place. He laid down. He just... He chewed up scenery in the best possible way. He elevated oh. everything that I had on the script. He elevated, hmm. but the best part was five thousand and one. Yes, yeah, he that was ad libbed. That was absolutely <laughs> ad libbed. Uh, we had to we we threw Adrian Curry in there, and uh, yeah, he just he just went for it. And I was like, that's better. I, cu- I couldn't have th- thought of that. You know, 
for a million see, years. See, you really could have just kept that to yourself, man. You know, and just that's, like yeah, just take the credit yeah. for it. Like, like yeah, 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 that's that's yeah. gonna go on my tombstone. That's gonna be my <laughs> five thousand and one. You know what's funny is that you know I don't have a lot of Twitter followers because uh, I just started, and I mean on Twitter, and so I had two hundred and one, I think, and uh, somebody sent that to me with his picture. Oh, and was true. like, congratulations for your two hundred and one followers. <laughs> and I was like, you're awesome. You're, you're kind of awesome. I, that's I'm all gonna right. send you a fruit bat, an edible arrangement. <laughs> Um, so, so anyways yeah Barry was awesome but you you haven't lived until you've heard Barry again go back to Raging Narcissus until you've heard Barry Boswick literally memorize your lines over and over in the audio feed because he doesn't know you're listening or whatever well oh, I mean cool. he knows everyone's listening right, I'm right. sorry he, does, he just he's, uh, yeah. doesn't know the individuals yeah though. he doesn't know that I'm over there crying right, right? <laughs> but I'm, so I'm over there like crying and like just holding myself oh and feel, Brad yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that was amazing and then you know I think you know and then he got it and I'd be like wait wait uh, we need more rehearsal <laughs> let, him, let him say my magic words again That'd be great. Uh, and then the best was one time uh, we, we, uh, he was talking to the owner of one of the houses we were shooting on. And he's like, you know, it's a, it's a pretty good little script. And I, yeah. Did you just like melt? I did. I literally oh. melted. I, it took a long time to get back together after that one. <laughs> Composure, lad. Composure. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got the, the premise of the, uh, the, the episode is actually really great. And the, one of the things that I really like about the entirety of Tales of Halloween is it really makes kids a very important piece very of the whole thing. Yeah. Because if you think about Halloween itself... It is kids, right? It I really mean, is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, we're... Arrested development, what have you. Know, <laughs> yeah. We're all older. We still Men enjoy children. this stuff. But, you know, it comes down to kids being kids. And mm-hmm. that's the best thing about this one here is you've got the little kid that gets accosted by Barry Bostwick's character because he doesn't do anything on Halloween night. Which is kind of great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that idea. That yeah, the one person not celebrating, you know, Halloween would be the devil. Of course, that it, it, well, like, I, I don't know has... if I executed it as well as I would have liked, but yeah. Oh was, no, I yeah. liked it. No, because, it, it, yeah. It, it, yeah, it. I was like the made one guy a lot who should. Of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always thought like it tied back to the Buffy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer oh, universe, I'm a huge where, Buffy fan. yeah, where they always said like the, um, you know, the monsters and shit don't do anything. On Halloween. Oh right, right. I forgot. And, yeah. But it was just it was great because then he takes the little kid in and then. You want to see him really his, tra- Yeah, my, but makes your, him his little is your apprentice. Mom going to uh, wear that <laughs> oh, cat costume again? It's so great. Uh, but then just the absolute mayhem because it starts. They start pranking, and that's the whole. It seemed like the whole kind of the the, the gist that, of it yes. was. Yeah, yes. I did the Halloween well, prank. So, and we won't spoil wanna, it. Okay, we're but, not gonna spoil uh, it. But, if you will tell that story about the. Uh, oh sure. Okay, so <laughs> we needed a. You know, uh, we have kids on the set, and we're shooting for two days. And stunt so, kid. Yeah, so we needed a, exactly we needed a, a, a stunt uh, guy. So um, of course we bring it. We bring in a little person because they can work longer hours. And so uh, uh, half the size, <laughs> twice the hours. Uh, we had uh, <laughs> we had uh, Christoph, and he's just he's just the most amazing dude. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna slaughter his name, but it's uh, Christoph Z A J A K. Here, you finish it off. What is that? The Jacques Denec. Yeah, and if it didn't sound like you were conjuring your own spell, I'd be like, <laughs> and imp is going to appear yeah. now. So, <laughs> Christoph Z. Yeah, Christoph Z was just the best guy. I love that dude. Uh, I can't wait to get in touch with him again. But anyways, <laughs> he was amazing and uh, just just tore it up. But uh, we were so again. It was you know last. It was it was it was not the biggest budget. And again, things happen. You have to make compromises. So the place we were actually supposed to be, and you see Barry eating fried chicken there at the end. <laughs> yes. It was supposed to be that. <laughs> 
Barry um, actually was at the uh, food joint and the, and you know, our, our Billy holds up the food joint and then Barry jumps over the counter and goes into the back and starts stealing chicken from the back of the kitchen. <laughs> and I, I really wish I could have seen that. Visual, right, but, right. Uh, we compromised. And so what we did was uh, we couldn't get a fast food place. So, in uh, L.A., there's all these tiny little bodegas, and they're they're everywhere. L.A. is just one long strip mall. And uh, so there's all these bodegas, and so finally we're like, everybody's calling around last minute, and they're trying to figure out where we're going to go. And then we just finally were like, well, we, we go to that one. We've seen that one. They seem pretty cool. They're laid back. Let's just go see. And so we actually just went there, and we're like, hey, you mind if we film? And the guy's like, yes, you can film. And we're like, oh, well, that seems to be all right. And, and they had pulled permits for everywhere already anyways. So we had that. Um, and... Uh, so we decide that we're going to film, and the guy decides that he's not going to shut down. And I think it was like a Thursday or a Friday night, and it was late at night, but he's like, you know, yeah, you can film here, but I'm not going to close business. because. And, and even though he was compensated, I, I guess he didn't want to miss out on that. Any other business. That, that well, actually, hot liquor store money. Well, I don't know if you know this, but cigarettes are like $1,000 in California <laughs> these days. So, you know, he sells two packs, and he's, he's, he's good, for, he's good yeah. for a while. So, uh, But no, he wouldn't close down. And so, you know, we're setting up the camera, and we're trying to figure out the new action for everything. And uh, our, uh, Christoph is, uh, is, our, or is our stunt guy, and he's, he's a little person, and he's on top of the counter, and he's in, his, he's in his billy outfit, and he's got a gun, and he's got the mask. And, of course, he's not wearing the mask, so he's just got the mask up on his head. And you can clearly tell that, that Billy, uh, is, that it's, a, it's not a kid. You know, you can tell that it's a, a grown little person on the thing holding this gun. And meanwhile, <laughs> we're getting ready to shoot. And, and it was hard to get him up on the counter because of the way it was. It was hard for anyone to get up there. And... Uh, some guy just comes in and uh, gets a forty, and he goes up to the goes up to the counter, pays, looks up at uh, at Christoph for two seconds, looks back down, doesn't say a word, acts like it's the most normal thing in the world, and walks out the thing. <laughs> and Christoph, it was so funny because Christoph's kind of looking at him, and he's kind of like having fun with it. He's like, "Hey, I'm, I got a gun here, you know, I'm in a devil's mask, or right. we're gonna have a conversation about this." And uh, he's kind of got that <laughs> smile on his face, and the guy was just completely unfucking phased. Wow. He walks out and uh, Christoph turns to me and it was just a beautiful moment because no one else heard it. And he turns to me and he goes, yeah, you know, you're in California when uh, there's a little person dressed as a devil on a counter and uh, the guy doesn't even notice. He goes, <laughs> fucking Hollywood, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hit me on the sound effect. We, um, yeah, there we go. That's a oh, fucking Hollywood, man. There we go. We nice. did it. There we go. Special effects, y'all. There that's it is. Even better. Even there it better. Is. Oh, that's actually. Now, were you? You mentioned before that you were you in that scene? Yes. Thank you so much for uh, recognizing uh, my contributions to that's the right. cinematic well, you know. ages. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, sir? How <laughs> damn dare you? Uh, no, I was so pissed off because uh, you'll you'll see my hat. Is and, that what it is? Yeah. And you know, I got into character. I was punching myself in the dick to be scared. I was literally like pulling out, you know, nose hairs to right. cry. To cry. Yeah. And uh, the fucking Darren <laughs> cut me out of all of it, man. You oh, just see my hat. It's just but, yeah. cruel and unusual, man. But it was great because I am in the credits and I need to eventually, uh, you know, find some time and go update my IMDb page. Oh, God. Yeah, you nice. know what we should do is we should come up with my name. Ah. Because it's, it's, it's open. Uh, otherwise, yeah. yeah, it just would just be like, yeah. uh, so, you know store customer or whatever fuck that shit we're no, gonna you get need, real you need rock a hard chest rock hard chest is good is good greg, greg you want you want to throw in there i would say pay it an homage in the 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 male porn scene here and just go stephen jeffries <laughs> stephen j hard chest hard chest <laughs> we'll compromise that's there. canon that's canon everyone how about balky <laughs> <laughs> 
Larry. <laughs> what was the Larry's last name? Uh, oh, oh God. <sighs> Cousin Larry. Cousin, cousin Larry. Larry. <laughs> it, it, yeah, little Larry. known fact, uh, his first name wasn't Larry, it was actually Cousin. Cousin so Larry right, right. is his last name. He's just some random Cousin Larry. He looked in the phone book, oh, my Cousin Larry. <laughs> <laughs> or you should have something crazy like um, Ben Amadebajad or something like that. <laughs> just something like... Yeah. Uh, you want a tongue twister? Like right. A Middle Eastern tongue yeah, twister. Yeah, you just call yourself Muhammad. <laughs> Apu Nahasamita Pedalon. <laughs> Very nice. Mm. Uh, Going back to the Simpsons there. Mm-hmm. Very nice. It's a, it's a good well to go to. Um, so it's, uh, but it's overall been a positive experience for you. Oh God. Okay. It's it's been okay because like I've, I've written a lot of stuff right, and we've right. done well. And again, but this is the first thing to go to production. This is my first time on set, and I had been on set with Darren before. And there's this thing in Hollywood that happens, and that's why a lot of people give it a bad rap for being shallow. It's because basically, imagine every job that you have. You can only get that job by having friends. Mm-hmm. So that's how it works. So when mm. you're on the set and you're networking, basically you're, you're genuine. You like that person, but there's also a chance that you're going to work with that person. That's just how it works. You work with your buddies. You work with who you like. Sure. And so when I would go on the set before, you know, I would make friends with everyone and I would be with the crew and I'd be having a great time. And then it would come down to, you know, what do you do? Well, I'm in advertising. And then it's kind of like the conversation dried up, you know, and not, not in a bad way, but it was just kind of like, all right. And they know. You know the, that this this relationship probably won't go further because they've got to work weird hours. They're you know working, so they are friends with the people that they work with. Sure. And so it, it was a little heartbreaking at times to like be there, and, and, and it took me a while to get it. I was like, it's not me, it's not them. It's just that's how the system is rigged. Basically, that's how the system in Hollywood is works. And so, uh, but this time, man, oh god. So so, and you know, they'd find that out on the first day, and then I'd I'd kind of just be on my own on the oh, set. Oh no. Oh my. You want to talk about wandering around? the saw set <laughs> that was ridiculous yeah. oh my gosh because it um i bet that been awesome oh god it, again that was kind of like fantasy camp hollywood fantasy camp again right <laughs> i go i like super scary movies i get scared i'm normal i get scared i don't you know and uh i'm like okay i'll be fine on this set no big deal right like and it was built in the round like it was completely built it wasn't like flyaway walls right. and all that shit like what you saw was actually built and not only that but it was on a giant warehouse and it was cold as fuck and there was no nice. lights so like i'm just like, oh yeah so that's i'm just creepy. like wandering around and like by myself <laughs> yeah and i've got no friends because i can't give them a job and i'm like oh my god this is the most worst depressing thing ever i'm just it, gonna it put my head in this yeah. bear trap real quick <laughs> and so like i was like okay and so that was you know that's that's my uh hollywood set experience and then so this comes along and all of a sudden, like, you know, people get it. And, like, uh, and maybe those guys, no, everyone was wonderful. Everyone's wonderful. But this time it's like, you know, they're like, oh, uh, we have the friendly conversation. What do you do? I'm the writer. Right. And it's like, oh, wow, that's cool, man. All right. Well, you did a really good job. I'm happy to be here. And people are genuine and nice. And it was just such a different experience. And I was like, uh, look down. You know what I mean? No eye contact. And so that helped out a lot. <laughs> they really yeah. appreciated yeah. that. Right. I, I wanted that's... to assert my dominance. Submit. No. Submit. <laughs> I, and again, I went back to the... Did you see a bunch of extras? Oh, this is here because of me. <laughs> you see just a bunch of extras with their ass in the air, and like, power, <laughs> like... So I walked by with my whip. <laughs> but no, and, and and so again, it felt like I was the fat, middle-aged um, guy who paid a million dollars to go 
pretend like he was an athlete at oh, fantasy shit. camp. Because, again, the writer, um, you know, you have responsibilities on the set because, you know, uh, Darren is so collaborative and so amazing and, and wants the best out of everything. So he, he gets a lot of input. But, you know, he's the guy. He knows what's up. But I, I was able to give input. And, it, you know, he'll be like, well, what, what, what do you think we should do there? And we'll mm-hmm. talk it out. But a lot of times on set, the writer doesn't really... It depends. It's all different. Sometimes the writers don't have anything to do. But you you kind of don't really have any super big responsibility. You have to be there in case you're asked a question, you know, that maybe they needed to change something. And you give your input and they'll use it or they won't. Sure. But that's the thing is like you're literally kind of just on set. And you're like you're, you're having a good time where everyone else has a set job of something that they need to do. And the pressure is on them a little bit more. You know what I mean? So I'm just walking around and just having a blast and everyone's creating this experience and everyone's being so friendly. It was literally the best. Hanging out with Adrian Curry. Hanging out with Adrian Curry. Oh my goodness. That was funny. Uh. <laughs> so was that, was that like not stunt casting, but was, you know, why, what was it? Why Adrian? Because, Curry? um, uh, Darren wanted to put someone in that was going to be uh, fun and in on the joke. And obviously there's a lot of, there's a lot of cameos and oh, um, yeah. there's time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so he was looking at like slash and I think Hasselhoff was the other one. Oh shit. And then we, we knew Adrian Curry and I don't know if you guys know Adrian Curry, but she's, she's genuinely really, really funny. And I, I big I used, old nerd. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like, so we know that we've got perfect cameos because you know she's into the cosplay thing mm-hmm. and the f- video games it just seemed like it fit it fit who we were you know uh marketing to and plus she's hilarious and beautiful and fun and so <laughs> that's how that came about she was a friend of somebody and we got in contact and she agreed to again do it. talking about like that networking and connections yeah. you know the connectivity there mm-hmm. well the fact that she was wearing it looks like yeah, it, the it, legend, it was from legend yeah. right yeah. yeah when uh mia fair uh, not mia fair shit uh mia's Oh my God! What's Sloane's name? Mia Sloane Peterson. Balky. Always comes. Mia. Mia. God damn it! Um, worst, worst, worst podcast ever for that thing to be breaking out on. Man, uh, let me tell you what. God my, damn it! My feelings are hurt. No, there's, but I'm that, broken inside. That was really funny because it just added to the kind of the surreal element of yes. your short. Because yes. also. There were a lot of like it was almost like a Joe Dante esque kind of thing, just with kind of the, the cartoon, cartoon sound effects. I, I, got to, just... I got to meet him. That was awesome. Joe yeah, Dante. Yeah, yeah, that's yes. right. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was awesome. Well, also uh, collaborative. Uh, this is one of the few segments based on what I was looking at that I think there was actually the director didn't also write. Yes, I didn't see many like that. So that um, was no, in there, itself pretty nice, and wasn't you, it? There's, I think there's, there's maybe. Uh, to one or two others. It was just yeah, it was yeah. very few though. Yeah, that you guys were kind of in the minority. How nice we was really that? were. Um, it was it was good. It was uh, it was nice and uh, it was uh, interesting because like I, again, I was just a, a little bit out of the communication loop as, as I should have been because you know this is directors doing their thing. Mm-hmm. So. I think that they got a little more feedback than I did. So there was a little bit of like a fear, like uh, I'm hearing that they're all updating their scripts and they're, they're rewriting and they're kind of getting notes from each other. And right. you know, Neil Marshall's giving them notes and I'm like, oh, I want Neil Marshall to give me notes, <laughs> uh, but I don't because I right, don't want to right. like, put more werewolves in. <laughs> no, I just didn't want him to be like, uh, son, you might as well just wiped your ass with the page, but I guess he's English. So I, would have I sounded know. a lot there proper. You, you need to have wiped your bum. <laughs> Cleanse your buttocks. With this rubbish of script. <laughs> no, Neil Marshall would never say that he's the nicest guy in the world. But yeah, no, and so I, uh, I, uh, you know, I, I was pretty happy with what I, I had on the on the page, and so I, I didn't, I didn't get a lot of notes. And they're like, they love it, and you, you know, you never know until you've really worked with someone their honest opinion. So I'm like, oh god, what if they do? <laughs> right now, also. I gotta ask as well, were you ever referred to in the past as Captain P-Pants? 
Um, well, okay. <laughs> I don't right. know if this is going to bring me, I like, told you that this PTSD. Podcast, this podcast wouldn't be truly done until I cried, and I think now, now's the time. <laughs> now do you have, like, a, do you have, like, a, can you give me, like, a, a little, like, you know, kind of sad, kind of, like... I have the yeah. perfect thing, but it's going to take hum. me a second. Oh, okay. All right, so, I, all right. Well, and I only bring this up because one of the characters, uh, the little, little Billy is kind of referred to as that and it, it's it's a refer it's a recurring theme actually for the most part because of ultimately what happens we and call it back yeah it was a wonderful little callback and so i it was one of those things that kind of stuck out to me and i was like oh <laughs> because i you know again i was always kind of bullied growing up yeah. and i was more of a corporal pee pants you know i hadn't really <laughs> you know achieved captain status yet so you hadn't graduated like, yes um uh-huh. no okay so I, I i think i mentioned earlier oh here we go all right, let's let's get into it, everyone. Um, actually, this is this uh, this is perfect. This is uh, Charlie Brown. Yep. Yes. Okay. This is perfect. I love how sad this is. It's like bittersweet. <laughs> this is like my favorite Christmas song. This is a weird kids. This thing. is this is our like yeah. go to when sad things happen. Oh, it's perfect. All right. So keep it going. Um, all right. So <laughs> Captain Pisspants. So basically, I was never bullied, and uh, I've always just kind of. Uh, uh, anyways, but um, but the one place I, I, I was never I never felt uh, in a, a disadvantage in any social situations. I'm, I'm pretty extroverted, and part of that reason is because my brothers used to kick the shit out of me oh, emotionally. No. And so, emotionally. yeah, um, <laughs> uh, the youngest of, of uh, six, and I, I was an accident. Like uh, you know, I, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, and oh. they all reminded me of that. You know, like if, oh, no. if they never would have went on that vacation, we wouldn't have to deal with you. <laughs> So, but so my two older brothers, uh, we have like a history uh, of pee from the beginning. Like when I was, (laughs) and this is where it gets weird. (laughs) uh, When I was a little kid, I, I, like my mom was changing my diaper and I I apparently peed on my brother from like 10 feet away. Nice shot. Yeah, I thought so. That's impressive actually. And then uh, there was one, the, there was one time I remember uh, my, we had this huge creek behind my yard. And my brother was swinging on this swing, and he should have died. But he he was like he was like Tarzan, and he's like I'm like a little kid, and I'm like I have to go pee, and he's like just pee anywhere. And the swing was so big, and the rope was so big that he was literally I didn't even know it. So I just start peeing, and all of a sudden I see him screaming, and he's coming into my stream, and he's so high up that he can't drop, right? And he's like you little bastard. My pee all over. Uh, but the thing that really got me That's is funny. my my birthday is December eighteenth. And uh, uh, so the the week before Christmas, and you know we're Midwest, so we're out sledding. There it is. Bring it up. So we're out sledding, right? And my brothers always used to. I mean, they tortured me relentlessly. I'm just telling you the pee stories. Wait this until is... you heard the putting my action figures down the garbage disposal, oh. and actually making me turn on the garbage disposal, and be, like, oh. yeah, like they would they would gaslight me basically. Uh, yeah, you know what? Sophie's choice yeah, there or something. Yeah. That's they would uh... gaslight me, and they'd be like, "It's not in there. Why don't you do it?" And then I'd do it, and I'd wind up destroying my own things. They were wonderful. So anyway, so it's my birthday, and my brothers always used to. They, they knew how to get me to go along with something because they'd tell me that it was for me. And so they're like, we're going sledding. And again, they're like seven and ten years older than me, and I'm just a little kid. And they're like, we're going sledding for your birthday. Well, we weren't going sledding for my birthday. <laughs> we were going out because they wanted to go sledding, right. and my mom made them take me along. So she bundles me up like the kid from Toy Story, right? And they're forced to take me up. And we get out, and we had to like do all these things, like hop all these fences, and like literally with barbed wire and stuff. So, of course, as soon as we get out there, I have to pee. And they're like... <laughs> And they're like, and I'm like, I got to pee. And they're like, uh, and they don't mess with it. I got to pee. Ah, you'll be fine. We're having fun on your birthday. And they're not letting me use the sled, right? And so I'm just standing there watching my brother slide. 
and I gotta pee. And they're like, shut up. It's your, we're having fun on your birthday. And so eventually I piss my pants. Oh, no, and no. So here's where it gets good. So I'm like, I'm peeing my pants. And they're like, good, that'll keep you warm. And they let me out there for like, bring, is it, are we done? Uh, I thought we were going to cap it off. Yes, they let me out there for another no, it's hour. Just, it's, yeah, just, it's just refreshed. Even Charlie Brown is, is too You're depressed like, oh, right God. now. Yeah. Did That's... you hear about Charlie Brown and what happened to the actor? Did you hear about that? He just oh, freaked out in court. Yes. The, the kid from the, what what happened? Happened? the, the voice for mm-hmm. Charlie Brown. And, you know, childhood stars, they're not just like us, unfortunately. Billy is going to be okay. Marcus, our guy, you know, he's going to be all right. He was the best, that a little, little kid. Yeah, now, did he have red hair? No, he had... That was so funny. I is was thinking, for some reason, I had a has, problem child. Ginger! You know? <laughs> you, what no. are you laughing at? You are, you stupid dick! <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he had he had a shock of blonde hair. The, okay, and that's what's so right, funny that's right. is I see, um, I see Todd being such a fucking asshole to him and like i had flashbacks and i was like oh god I, that was so weird like i had a moment i was like that was my life for so long and my brothers did, i love them did you have a hot mom that everybody give you shit um <laughs> uh she did all right no uh, <laughs> way to make it really awkward genius good lord i was man. hoping we were gonna go here actually so. <laughs> i got no. a whole thing out here right <laughs> I, I didn't have a hot mom but i did, i mean I, <laughs> god i'm so it. sorry mom you're you're special in your own way oh no but i did <laughs> I did have the, I did have the friend with the hot mom, really? and it stuck with me forever. Like she was gorgeous. Her, his dad was a football player, and she was like, she was like a model. She was so hot, and it was so weird to like go over for sleepovers. And she's in like her bathrobe, and we're like, you know, it's at that time with us. Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, and she's like, oh god, more of a Stacy's mom. mom kind yeah. of thing going yeah, on. Definitely. Damn. That's, so I think that probably carried over to that. That's well, I like the fact that you've been able to incorporate a lot of this stuff within there anyway you know they always say right when you know good and (laughs) so yeah is is that is that kind of therapeutic at all putting that kind of stuff out there you know what i didn't think about it at the time or is it more like traumatic right what's it say about in the psyche it's just burned so listen this is where i cry but what's it say about you you just opened up a can of worms what does it say about me what i did to billy Uh, (laughs) you know if that's me this is you're getting your revenge no maybe billy's like your id uh, you know working these things out you know yeah Maybe maybe Barry Bostwick's your spirit down. animal somehow. <laughs> Bostwick, yeah. I, be, I wish Barry was my dad. He wouldn't have let this shit happen. Well, did you do any of, like, growing up, when you uh, went Halloween trick-or-treating and everything, did you do anything? Like, were you a prankster at all? Were you a well, trickster? No, and... and, and I, Okay. <laughs> I, well, not that I can talk about you know no, on air. No, no. Right. I again. I, the, the statute of limitations isn't quite there yet. So uh, uh, this is all allegedly. No, I've always been a pretty, uh, hopefully, a good dude, and so like I never got except into for that, that one time in '86. That again, statute of limitations. <laughs> we're fine. But no, I never got into the to the vandalism or or any of that stuff. But we did, uh, and actually, Darren was one of the ones that we used to do it with. We used to prank people all the time on the phone and so oh, that was fun pranking <laughs> was it jerky boys as conspired or was it just <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that random bored no Midwestern no kid thing no I, I i i'm 
I'm going to brag a little bit and say we were honestly <laughs> pretty damn talented at it. So uh, we, d- we did good. And that was, you know, before caller ID and all that stuff. So that, right. oh, yes. we would just endlessly, like, entertain we're- ourselves. We'd call up and we'd be like, hey, guess what? You're on 98.9 and you've just won. If you can answer the blah, blah, blah. And we'd get them all worked up. And, of course, <laughs> don't judge me because we're 14 years old. Oh, no. Right? Yeah, that's- but we're like, would you like a trip to Acapulco? And Darren's back there like, sunny Acapulco. <laughs> and so then, like, you know. <laughs> and since we're 14, so the joke, you know, they'd get all excited and we'd ask them a stupid question and be like, all right, well, you're going to get our console prize, a big bag of shit. And then we'd like, you know, laugh like, <laughs> laugh like, like 14 year olds yeah, would, man. Yeah, Are you kidding? Exactly. That's... The oh, best God. though. The best. <laughs> and, and looking back on it, it's just funny that it was immature. But it, this one is just gen- kind of funny. Though. This <laughs> one is genuinely funny. Go with me. Go with me on this. All right. And again. 13, so... Sure, no, no, no judgments. God, no, no judgments. judgments. <laughs> all right. I did the kind of, kind of shit yesterday. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and what do, you, what do you think we're doing after this is over? <laughs> right? <laughs> we're going pranking. Uh, the best thing we ever had, we had an older friend, and we're younger, and we had an older friend that was working at a hotel. And so it's late at night, and we're just going back to our old tricks, and we're calling people on the phone, and we called them up, and all of a sudden, the pre-recorded thing, we couldn't get a hold of them. We were pissed off. But then all of a sudden, I was like, Darren, I think that just said that we can call into direct rooms. And we're like, oh, shit. So we call our friend, and we're like, hey, what's that room like? And they're like, well, he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, do you guys have digital clocks? And he's like, no. It's just, no, we don't, we don't have a digital clock. In fact, I give uh, wake-up calls. And I was like, do you? Oh, God. That's, okay. Oh, Pandora's right. box do, is do opening here. Do you give wake-up calls? So, uh, <laughs> ring, 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 3 o'clock in the morning. Hey, sir, thanks so much for staying at the inn. Hey, just wanted to give you a wake-up call and tell you that we're all ready for you here with your complimentary breakfast down at the front. And, of course, they'd be like, oh, okay, thanks so much. I appreciate that. (laughs) Uh, Sir, are you awake? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get up. Oh, you don't sound awake and ready to tackle the day. Uh, Excuse me? I just want you to have a little pep in your step. Come on, get that ass going. And then you just kind of keep it going from there, and then eventually it's you're telling them that, you know, come up to the front, and you're going to stir the coffee with different (laughs) things. And uh, yeah, it was good times. And, and they're so tired. Oh, and they, is... It was so beautiful because they were so tired and they just, you know, you can't process. So everything that you get is reality to you. Right. How much and of this, it is just yeah, still the... And this guy is slowly just going fucking insane, but he's so helpful at the same time. He's so complimentary and friendly and helpful. And then he's telling you that, you know, come up to the front and he's going to stir your coffee with your dick. And so <laughs> it's like, but he's still in that same voice. And then, right. What? <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't say something like, Sir, the hotel's on fire. We need you to leave right now. I'm like, yeah, we, we never did that. <laughs> We've got a biological outbreak. You that, are patient zero. Shit, I felt bad. I pranked somebody yesterday. You're, did you really? Yeah. It's impossible I, to I, do I, I, yeah. I, No, no, no. It was great because I, I work at a toy store, right? So right. I pranked another toy store. Oh, nice. Right? Because you didn't use, I, we're not, I'm not, not going to say any names, but I used a, a new uh, Mr. Toys R Us. Yeah, <laughs> I used, I, right? That's what I used, called Mr. I used my phone where and my name popped up. And my name's a very Hispanic name. And like, so I'm like, hey, uh, uh, do you have any of those uh, Star Wars toys? Right? Like, what? Yeah, I don't, I don't know much about the uh, Star Wars, but. Uh, <laughs> Do you have some? My, my kid was telling me about it. They got like some Juan Solo uh-huh. and like something new and then Chewy. And like, you mean Han Solo? <laughs> I don't know. Fucking some my same people, man. They got good, good stuff, man. They got the Chewy and then they got the green guy named the yogurt or the oh, yoga. God. You got the, they got the yoga and I'm like, um, awesome. sir, uh, I'm not sure. I'll call none of the stuff, man. I never seen this movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> 
Do they got good stuff, man? I heard there's a, a, a big black guy in it too, man. Oh, He's genius. the bad guy too. Uh, Isn't that the Green Mile? <laughs> 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 and, uh, and so yeah. And so, so you guys need to do a hot tracks, right? Uh, watching Star Wars with that, please. <laughs> oh lordy, I didn't. I had no idea, man. <laughs> yeah. So like, when you talk about the immature things, like, I'm like, uh, don't worry, no, really, I'm I judging. Was... <laughs> it's okay. I did it yesterday. That's not a problem. <laughs> you ain't doing that for effect, right? I did, it, I did it yesterday. I used to do that shit at Blockbuster, okay, when I used to work there. Yeah. Because, like, uh, so here's the thing. So at Blockbuster, this was back in the day. Uh, well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. But that was, like, it, I, it was the Blockbuster in a rough part of town. Okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, no, a bad, real rough part of town. In fact, uh, there was a cops that came over, and they're like, hey, there's a bunch of, like, uh, somebody a couple of blocks down robbed a convenience store, shot the person, and then they're they hit another street like they're coming down this way. So just oh kind of just kind of be careful. Oh and I'm like, uh, they're like, okay. And they're like, genius, go clean the windows outside. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> are you wanting to clean the windows out there for? There's a fucking killer out there. Like we're you're the only guy oh my here. God. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. So I went to clean the windows. I'm like, I'm gonna get these fuckers. Right, right. So this was like when cell phones first came out. Sure, sure. And so one of my uh, regular customers that was in there, I'm like, hey, let me buy your phone for a second. I'm like, okay. So I dialed Blockbuster and like, thank you for calling Blockbuster. This is Eric. I'm like, hello, Erica. <laughs> um, do you have that movie where the guy I'm scared kills all the retail employees? <laughs> I'm like, they're like, what movie is that? I think it's called Death at Blockbuster. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, oh I've never heard. Of, she's like, you can hear the click clack clicking in the middle of the computer, like. No, we don't and then have the clicks it. get slower and more <laughs> right. And I'm like, Hi, Erica, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> My, that's a lovely bow you have in your hair. Oh tonight. no! And she's like, is she ever? She goes, Genius, where, where are you at? And I'm like, I'm right here <laughs> in nice. the dr- dr- dramatic, uh, dramatic comedy section. And she's not expecting to be on the phone because right, the phones are right. 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 Yeah. So I'm like, yo, she's like, you need to come up front quick. I need help. <laughs> and I'm like, what's the matter? It's like, I don't know, there's a guy prank calling my son, he's like, and, and I'm like, don't hang up the phone. <laughs> don't you fucking hang up the phone. Right? Nice. And she's like, oh shit, she's about to piss her pants, right? And then meanwhile, somebody comes in, and you know how sometimes when you pull up, you're still waiting, and you're looking for stuff, but your lights are still on? Sure. sure. So the lights just come on, and they're right on her, and oh, I'm like, God. you look great in this light. <laughs> and she's like... Oh shit! Oh, she hangs up God. the phone, right? And she goes, "Go see who that is." And I said, "It's probably just a regular nice. customer." <laughs> and she goes, "Fucking asshole!" And I'm like, "And they've been married ever since." Yeah, right. <laughs> that's how he genius found his first wife. <laughs> right. Wow. That's, that's great. messed that's, up. Uh, that's wonderful. <laughs> I'm, don't make me go clean out windows when there's a fucking killer out there. Right? You I, know? Justified, frankly. Thank no matter you. how much therapy Thank she's you. had. Right. Right. Dude, that's just straight up assault yeah. on precinct 13. Right. They're yeah. going to happen, How man. Twist? <laughs> God, that's awful. I want to write that script, but there's no blockbusters. Right? <laughs> and the red box just doesn't quite do it. It doesn't have the net, same feel. The Netflix distribution are, yeah, center. There are some people at that red box that you could maybe make right? an hour and 30 minutes. Like, do you not understand how red box works? Oh, my God. Is there anything... Is there... 
there's a level of hell for those people. It's the same yeah. people like they go to McDonald's <sighs> and they stand in line for half an hour and they get up and then they take another half an hour. Like, oh, what is what is this cuisine we have at this McDonald's? Right. Like you you know what's quarter like, pounder my, with cheese? My great gods! My great dead grandfather never saw McDonald's. And somehow Can he still, knows right. what's on that fucking menu. Yeah, he still knows what a number three. Yeah. He knows super yeah. sizes. You're Do good. Do you have chicken cutlets per chance? <laughs> chicken no, cutlets. not at this restaurant. <laughs> Is there such a thing as McLobster? <laughs> Mix surf and turf. I'm going to ask for the breaded uh, chicken cutlets. Uh, I can't say wrap. we got to do something the, better. The, the, um, what would be a... Warm surrounded hug. in a, f- a warm, pillowy flatbread. <laughs> <laughs> warm, warm, pillowy flatbread. That is good. Yeah. That is very good. Um, <clears throat> speaking of <laughs> fine, <laughs> fine dining uh, no, and wait, cuisine... Wait, wait, I can't wait. Okay, you are going to be the king of Segway, please. Oh, well, I was going to say fine dining cuisine. I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the other segments in there. And oh, we do he's have, fantastic well, at the, roping the, very the madness first, in. Well, the I very need first you one. to come with me on my daily life, and when I just ramble to my wife, wait, 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 to my future wife, who doesn't sp- care what I'm saying. Speaking of yeah. this, yeah. let's go back to... And yeah. I need you to segue my random thoughts for her. If Honestly, you could just pop up by the side of the bed, you know. Oh, oh, director's I, commentary. <laughs> just like... been making this scene. <laughs> or I just want to be the gazoo and just... Uh, Oh, yeah. stop doing that dumb dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, Doc. Yeah, the great gazelle. Oh, <laughs> that'd be, oh, be kind of nice. No, uh, I was just thinking, just in terms of... It's a living! <laughs> just, like, have, like, some weird... <laughs> I love that big-ass helmet, man. Little green cape billowing I in the wind. It. I love it. Just following you around and shit. That'd oh, yeah. Nice. And she's not listening anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Well, actually, my job when uh, my wife and I go out is if she has a few minutes to drink right. and she starts saying things that she shouldn't, my job is to pinch her in the back of the arm. Oh, nice. So I'm kind of not necessarily the transition guy, but I'm okay. just the filter, like, don't say that kind that's of shit. That's why you've been pinching me and, this entire yeah, that's time. Right. And he's also, I like, kind of doing being some... friendly. He's also been learning kind of to do that with me, like, oh, Jay's oh, right. kind of had enough. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's move along. <laughs> when he gets that glazed, that thousand-yard right. stare. <laughs> I don't know. You kind of remind me of my friend. I don't know if a pinch is going to do it. I have no. a buddy I kind of got to smack like a gorilla. <laughs> I feel like that's you. <laughs> I give him the Dom DeLuise right. Burt Reynolds treatment. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about him. <laughs> and we missed out doing a Cannonball Run episode, man. There's always oh, God. there's still the Cannonball cosplay for next I year's Comic Con. I just want oh nice. Yes, yeah, we're gonna be beautiful. Do, we're thinking about it. we could pull a Burt Reynolds Dom DeLuise like no oh, problem. Fuck yes, yeah. Give me an excuse to rock a stash. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right, you don't yeah. need one, but no, take no. It. Yeah. I, I, and unfortunately, I can't wear one because I don't have a kid yet. Oh, but right. and whenever I like trim down, I always keep a mustache just to to do it. And I I just can't work it, man. It's <laughs> it's really upsetting. I'm I, looking at a beautifully sculpted face that would come to life with a Burt Reynolds mustache to the audience at home. Yeah, no, all right. Uh, I yeah. think it, I, Amy, Greg's if a you're treat, listening yeah. to this one, Greg's a treat. Uh, let me do it, man. Treat. Come yeah. on. And tr- I think we're going to do it tonight. <laughs> oh, no. hold him down. <laughs> That's when you leave mm-hmm. your uh, uh, pencil thin. John Waters, you want John Waters? It's got to go. Yep, it's got to go pencil. I just thin. unfortunately I can't. I did, no, I really don't have the facial structure for it. Oh, I've tried. Shut up! I don't I even, even want to hear it. He has a beautiful, beautiful beard. I can't grow an <laughs> ounce of hair on my face. I it was clean. Ridiculous. I was just clean. I sh- clean shaved this morning. And I know, right? <laughs> and now you're Wolfman. I know. Yeah, Darren. Darren Bowsman is like that too. Really? I hate him. I hate him. He will literally shave and then like five o'clock shadow when he walks out of the bathroom. It's, <laughs> it's just annoying. <laughs> And meanwhile, I, I I would give anything to sculpt this this fat pudgy face into something. Oh, good God, man! 
Okay, the couch is over there. We're going to lay down. We're going to talk you through this, We're not your brothers, dude. We're not going to piss your pants. Well, then I'm leaving. This wasn't part of the deal. This was all my segue to get you guys right, to right. get into my stuff. The popcorn you're eating has been pissed in. Film at 11. <laughs> all right. Go, so, so sorry. All right, go so, ahead and have yourself a drink. So the fact that I have no testosterone and can't go facial, it reminds you of the other segments. Is that a good segue? I, I was thinking just food myself okay. because uh, I did want to... T- <laughs> boom. Nailed it. I just wanted to talk uh, just a little bit about some of the other segments um, because they're really good. Yeah, they're you know, all great. Awesome. Don't get me wrong. Night, you know, Billy raised hell. Yeah, yeah, we're going to call that one... Okay, we're, you want to talk about our favorites? Yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. We're, gonna get, call, we're all going to agree... Billy, oh, yeah. Billy Ray Hill was the of best. Course, of course. Uh, so that's on the Academy table. Academy Award. Right. They're oh, going to yeah, make absolutely. a new one for that one. But be- best horror short. Yes. Yep. Which yeah. should be a thing. That sounds real, right? I'd like that actually. Well, shit. There's so many out there right I know. now. So yeah. it's 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 a thriving little uh, area. Um, no, I just there's ten segments. Um, and that's what I really like in, with anthologies. Is if you don't like what you're seeing, you just wait have to wait another seven there. minutes, and, and you're good. And part of the fun is you know talking about them afterwards with your with your oh, friends. Oh god! And that's yeah. when we did this. I mean, we were just like, shit, do we save it for the podcast or we? just talk now yeah we're like okay let's just talk about it now perfect because this is just it's a fun movie like yes. i told genius afterwards like this is going to my regular halloween rotation mm-hmm. so. this is just one of those films that oh will... no when it the minute it comes on blu-ray i'm buying it. oh absolutely awesome. i mean i already i we saw it at the theater i think maybe two days ago i watched it again on video on demand and so. by the way if you buy that on itunes you can get the special features Are, do, do and, you have them uh i do have the special features i'm okay. in the special features are you oh my god i'm blinking like a idiot it's oh. like I I have I have Aspergers. And and not action. that there's anything wrong with that, but yeah, but yeah, I was like, what am I doing with my face? And my wonderful fiance, she's so she? supportive. She's like, you gotta stop doing that with your face. Oh no! Oh no! Well, I was about to ask, is it like one of those things where only you notice? But it's like, nah. no, I no. was like, hey, what's no. wrong with him? Is, is no. this okay? No. This is this is our uh, writer. My, He's a. <laughs> A savant, actually. <laughs> he doesn't say much, and he just sits there and blinks, but he can write like nobody's business. You don't say much, do you, right, Clint? <laughs> like Noggy and yeah. like fucking cemetery. <laughs> I don't actually write screenplays. I arrange rocks, and people interpret that into, you know, the final story. So, well, apparently, he wrote in shit that says <laughs> Billy raises hell. <laughs> Um, wow, this is a great script. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. Being written in nuts and berries on tree bark. This is fantastic. Like Dern- fucking Nell Chippewa. <laughs> Chippewa. Darren okay. Bowsman is literally just charity for me at this point. <laughs> he's like, the only one yeah. that can really translate right, your. Right, right, yeah. yeah, this is all just he's, a case. He's your seer stone, man. <laughs> you know, he just translates and. <laughs> The Book of Mormon. Like the Book of Mormon, right. Like, uh, well, okay. in this draft, I, I, I what Clint was going for with this one. Yeah, was. yeah, I'm so glad that I came on because I was like, you know, I got to be a little careful. It's one thing you learn when you start doing things like everything's public. I was like, I can't wait to go on this podcast and talk about politics, uh, <laughs> yeah. religion, right. abortion. Like, let's but just get into it. Hot button topics, <laughs> right. you know. I got hot takes, Hollywood. Yeah, sadly, we, we don't go on that here. We're here. <laughs> We're going to talk about our favorite segments. Thank you for saving me no, for myself. Okay. No, that's no, okay. I'm joking. I'm throwing the life jacket out man that's what i do um okay so genius start us off what were your favorites because again 10 to choose from okay so besides the obvious one billy raised hell billy raised hell. i really really enjoyed friday the 31st yes friday the 31st that, that was, was uh directed by mike mendez and you mentioned glenn earlier you said he's the real deal you think he may have been the one that kind of put together the trailer possibly yeah mike mendez uh okay so the, the quick backstory um i i live in my own bubble so i think everybody knows this i'm sorry uh the quick backstory is that um axel um is a genius and she did the um Grim, grim grinning gr- ghost. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a fun word to say. That was over a over again. scary one. That was because a lot of them are campy and fun. Yeah, but that one was 
there scary. are several yeah. in here that are very unsettling. Yeah. And she said that, uh, I don't want to speak for her, but she said many times that she had previously done like a psychological horror and she really wanted to get like a, a good scare and man, she nailed it. Yeah. She? So it was, uh, anyway, sorry. She came up with the idea at like a thing and then she got everybody else on board. And Mike was is, one of the first ones to get on board. Is and that so, what the October Society is? Yeah. I yeah. love that name, by yeah. the way. The October Society really presents. What, 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 what exactly? Because I was like curious a little bit like, about what is that. that. What is the October Society? It's a moped gang. That no, I'm just. I was gonna say I've got a shooter. He's got a sweet one. Nice. It's like Google gobble. Yeah. (laughs) Google gobble. Google gobble. One of us. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, uh, no, it's just all these friends that got together and they all hang out and they all have parties and (laughs) they they're just best friends. And they're like all directors or something. Yeah. Yeah. They're all. They all have different. Yeah. But all the directors are all buddies. But then there's more people that are just friends and hang out and they're part of a community. And that's why you got so many great cameos and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of great ones. Yeah. And it's just a very cool fucking name, the October Society. I love that. It, it was like, cool. can I join? It, it set and, the tone nicely. And actually, I'm a little, to the start. yeah, I'm a little outside of the group, you know, because I was brought in last minute. But so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually a November Society of One, and you guys can November join society. if you want. Sweet. Yeah. So like it's the it's November like, Society. It's not as scary, but like we get to eat the candy because right, it's like November first. Right. right. So, yeah. All we get leftovers. we get all the good you know this kind of costumes leave a carpenter bar out that's right that's Carp- the carpenter bar yeah that, that was, was nice golden well grim grinning ghost that's the one that had just a shit ton of cameos because that one had has Mick Garris yeah. Mick Garris uh, Stuart Gordon Lisa Marie Barbara Crampton uh, Lynn Shay was starting and it had uh, Alex Asso who was in Starry Eyes? Yeah, which I mean, that was which one we, those, re- we reviewed on. Uh, on yeah, that was on like the one show. of our second was, episodes for and, Nightmare Junkie. And Mark Center, Mark Center, who was in. Yeah, sorry, no, 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 no. That's okay. That's this is the best part of this movie is rewatching it because the first time you watch it, you're taking everything in. You may miss a few things, but then the second time you're like, oh. Oh shit! There's there's such and such, or is that the Necronomicon? I know. Right. Like, what is, this is such an Easter egg movie. It's just mm-hmm. fun that way. Yeah, and you've got like these old horror icons and mixing then... it up with the new school mm-hmm. horror kids, like uh, Noah Se- uh, Segan's in there. Uh, it's just it's uh, Pollyanna Mc- McIntosh. I am in love with her. We'll get yeah, that that segment, Ding Dong, is one of my. That's my. That was one of my favorites. The Lucky McKee segment. Yeah. That one, ah, uh, that's a divisive one. It's unsettling, but it's she is so so good. sexy. She and she, she plays it well. I mean, she, she goes big with yeah, that character. Yeah, she yeah. and she goes from like sexy to like sad to angry, like at a drop of a hat. And it's just amazing how she did it. Oh yeah, and she's pretty hot. She's very. <laughs> she's, she's that, a, she's and a I really treat. like. She has a magnetism to her. Oh, she's very charismatic. But there's also really good practical effects in every single oh my one. God, of that these. one made me sad, though. Well, it was. It was. It took the tone differently. Yeah. I mean, it was I, kind of the palate cleanser right in the middle. I yeah. am so in love with Lucky's piece. I absolutely love it. I am a big fan of it. I'm in um, love with them all, but yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. It was a good one, but I mean, I, th- I think it kind of, it, it definitely <laughs> a really quick tonal shift for me, and I wasn't expecting. It. And that's a good thing. That's I, I think that's a good thing. I, I, I kind of, I kind of love it about that a little bit oh you know, yeah like, well it came keep, right in yeah, the middle yeah, yeah it came right yeah. in the middle and you're like all right don't get comfortable yeah no <laughs> right, no right. yeah and, and that, that was perfect for me. And that was the one that Amy really responded to. And yeah. I think a lot of it was just because of just the makeup they did with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they just, when she transforms into her little demon, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like I said, she goes, yeah, she goes big in that yes. role. And just that third arm that comes out. Mm-hmm. And you you talked about it before. Just like most of these were all shot in like two or three days. Two days for the most. Oh, my I think, God. Uh, I That's think amazing. Neil Marshall was the only one that went two and a half. And just two. Because, yeah. Slacker. <laughs> wow. And, and if, if, when you watch I can't this even believe Believe. I can't even believe that that is even possible. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I saw it happen with Darren, and I couldn't believe it, but I, I mean, all of them. It looks 
polished. Yeah, yeah. it looks polished, yeah. clean. Right. I mean, it looks and that's fantastic. and that's kind of and that's kind of the fun, interesting thing is like you know uh, we did we did this quick and we did it fast and we and we didn't do it with a lot of money, but it'll get judged on the same budget as a hundred and fifty million dollars Avengers movie, of which course. is like you know and that's fine and 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 people always should do that, but it, it, I don't know. I'll it's be just honest different though, when you see it from the other side. The movie itself is very infectious, just because you can almost just feel the the, the fun and love that so. everybody was. I think so, man. I tell you what, everyone I knew and everyone I talked to, we were just like, it was our Christmas day. Right. You know, it was Christmas morning. We we're having a blast. And it's really been fun because it's been like, tail- it's been like Halloween. Ha- ugh, Halloween has been all year for us. That's awesome. And like, you know, as I'm it just, should be. I'm just draped in Halloween stuff. And it's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to cry and be sad when this is all over. <laughs> well, that's the, well, I mean, honestly, but this is the kind of thing that will live on, though. I hope you so. You know, and man. I had that realization the other day. I was like, how it's, cool would it be if, if if this does go into like kind of the rotation? I things? well, because here, here's the thing, yeah. And I like that, I said, that I felt magical. Plan so. on buying it, but for for the longest time, like look at Trick or Treat. Yeah, mm-hmm. Trick or Treat. Nobody really mm-hmm. heard of it, but yep. then I got a word of mouth. Yep. Big, 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 bigger, Which bigger, is so bigger, funny bigger, bigger, bigger. People are ride or die trick or treat. They seriously are like trick oh, yeah. or treat is is the thing, and and they're all comparing us to trick or treat. I'm like, let's it's, just both be our all right, awesome thing. Two separate sure, yeah, animals sure, yeah. that can live together in harmony. Yeah. They're, Watch them both. They're both going to be on my DVD <laughs> shelf. That's beside, that's a given. Nice. So no, I agree. I agree. This is just to me. It just captures the spirit of Halloween in the sense that you get the whimsical wonderment of being a kid. Mm-hmm. All the scary kind of stuff that comes around from yeah. that transition right. when you realize there's some nasty stuff on that, there. That kind of tingle and that kind yeah. of cold in the air of like, oh. what's going to happen? And you know, it's, it's a time when we first get dark, and so like we're sure. going to put up lights to kind of ward off the first thing to ward off the darkness, and it's that kind of scary thing. And yeah, well, it. it's just the culture of Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, there are people like us that for us, Halloween is Christmas. It is just the be all end all. Yes, you know, whether it's through your enjoyment of movies, whether right. it's people like dressing up, making and, movies, writing, all of those things. Right. And you said earlier, you know, like the kids thing, and like that's that's kind of the magic is like you don't go into Halloween no matter if you're ten or or sixty and go. I'm going to go out there and get the shit scared out of me 24-7. <laughs> you're going to go out there and you're going to have fun with the macabre, and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's hopefully what we captured. Well, that, yeah. oh, I, I think so. Well, um, we mentioned it before, before we went off on another tangent, but uh, <laughs> one of my favorites was uh, Friday the 31st. And yes. Jesus, you mentioned Absolutely. that one earlier. I loved that one. Because Absolutely. that one was such a throwback to, like, the slashers, uh-huh. but then it the takes that evil Sam Raimi yeah. turn, which is beautiful. And, mm-hmm. it is. And, and, you, and you look at that thing and you go, the guy that made that, he, he he's one of us. You oh God! Knew. Yeah, oh, a total fanboy. Yeah. yeah, you could yeah. just tell even something like the just the body parts Mendes. the way they kill. Mike Mendes, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, it and it just seeps with Evil Dead just mm-hmm. in terms of the way uh, the character <laughs> Dorothy yeah flying like floats on her feet. And, and yeah. even the fact that they threw in a UFO mm-hmm. with this little claymation yes. tweet a tweet yeah. little alien. Uh, so it's funny. It's and that one's super gory. That one is like Holy yeah. Shit. That one is a Japanese chopstick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is a it is a, a violent orgy of blood. It is. And it's it is. Well, it's t- a total Sam Raimi throwback. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, one of the ones that I really liked, which I don't think a lot of people do, this is the one they say is the. Weakest. Everyone likes every episode. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh uh, well, I just I'm <laughs> no, just I'm, joking, I'm, I'm joking. Really, but uh, uh, this means war with oh, the two the, the warring no, neighbors. No, here's the fun thing is like I, I don't want to disagree, but like uh, I've I I a raging narcissist, so I've read every review. <laughs> 
and every review likes a different one. So there are ones that'll be like, I like this one, but you know, that one's on the top three of a ton of really? people. I oh, promise good. you. That's yeah. Good. I promise you. Yeah. The yeah they two all are neighbors. Really, yeah. I like the old, I other like, I also like the one of, um, the ransom of Rusty, Rusty Rex. Yes. Oh, Jesus yes. Christ. That was very so cartoony, Twilight Zoning batshit. I loved it. I loved like the cartoony aspects one. So like, seriously, the, the Billy one was one of my favorites. The thirty first one was one. The, the Rusty Rex one. Anything yes. that's kind of like horror cartoony. Yeah, yeah. I just ate that shit up with a spoon. I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah, and a, and a John Landis cameo like that. Yeah, which was just because I was going to the bathroom right when that started. I'm like. Is that fucking John Landis? <laughs> like, what the hell? That's insane. Yeah, I know. And then uh, Ben Wolf, God rest his soul, man. Yeah. Oh, he's so funny. He, in it. he killed so it in that. He, he was it. like an evil Bugs Bunny. He it was, was great. That is perfect. God yeah. Damn it. Why hasn't that been in a review? <laughs> he told us. You heard it here first. Go right. write that review. Evil Bugs Bunny. That's too perfect. He is. He I'll was just. Just Twitter right I'll now. Just Twitter right now. Perfect. He was just a step away from putting on, like, makeup and a wig, you know, and <laughs> yep. like. Monsters, monsters lead the in most interesting lives. I was just telling Betty the other day how monsters <laughs> lead such interesting <laughs> lives. Perfect. <laughs> and uh, they, they of course dedicated the, the memory of the right. movie to him. And that's yeah, I didn't and I didn't realize it was him. You know, yeah. the makeup was really good on that. Yep. Um, what's one that uh, beyond you know obviously uh, Night Rider? So what one did you like, Clint? Just in um, terms of, and, and I genuinely mean that. Like I said, I, I I'm going to be one thousand percent honest. I, I you know I you never know what the end product is going to be, and it just I was so thrilled with every single one, and it's like. It, it just kept topping it. I was like, you know, oh, I'm like, okay, well, there's going to be a turd in the bowl, you know, <laughs> but there wasn't. It turned out just, it was just a baby Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> and there, wa- there was not. And I, I just loved it all. I, I love them all for different reasons. Sure. Um, uh, you know, I think that, uh, I, I, I think that Lucky's is, I honestly feel Lucky's is going to be the one that people will talk about in 10 years. I really, truly feel that way. I think, I think it is. I actually, yeah, it's my top three, definitely. And it's just the, the way it was shot, uh, the message behind it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very sombering when you see it, which is why I'm glad it's right in the middle like that. Because I I think if you had started with that, that would have been really weird kind of vibe. And and the thing that excites me is like in, in all art, it's like you know you see the things and you you understand the things, but every once in a while those there's those curveballs that come along, and you're like, what was that? When it, I don't know what that was, but God dang it, I loved it, and oh, that yeah. was that was Lucky's for me. Well, they, um, I couldn't have made that no matter how hard I tried. It's that one. It's intense. Um, the first one I really like as well, uh, Sweet Tooth. Yes, and one Great of the reasons theme opener. Oh, yeah, yeah. urban legend, man. Yeah. Halloween oh, yeah. urban legends. Like everyone in their town had the shit that went down. Weird. What is yes, that? They did. Is that is that Sweet Tooth? Oh my God! God damn it, dude! <laughs> oh, we we're about to pause cool. it. <laughs> we we're about to pause it, man. We're like, what the what fuck is going on? <laughs> Motherfucker. That's not not. Oh I'm, okay. I'm gonna pull out some of this candy right Please now. Please do. Okay. No. So Ben Wolf was great in at Halloween Tales. He was a demonic Bugs Bunny. And send, send, tweet. do that shit. Make sure now. Did you tag? Did you at Halloween Tales of Halloween? We, oh yes, please. Oh, you're the man. God. I put at Segway King at, Tales of Halloween. at Halloween Tales. Okay, no, I put very, at Halloween Tales. Segway King, please hashtag Halloween uh, 
I, wait, well, I got it right I should have fucking <laughs> hashtagged it. I didn't hashtag it, but I, I did. Because the Twitter is actually how, at Halloween, Halloween Tales. Yeah, that's go. why, I, yeah. Right, and I could, yeah, but when you hashtag it, you want to do Tales of Halloween. Nice. Right. Thing. Yeah. So, hashtag it, y'all. Keep it, keep it going. Because I was, yep. I already follow Tales of Halloween yep. on Twitter, so I just, it just came and up, it, boop, there we go. And uh, I think Shaked runs that, and he's hilarious, the producer. They're, Patrick, hey. Patrick and Shaked are both just the most wonderful people I've ever met in my life, and they're just fun, and they're fans, and... They just let you do. They let you do your thing, and they're amazing. Now, before you scared the piss out of Greg, <laughs> yeah, me, that was horrible. Yeah, um, sorry. What were we talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I wanted to talk about uh, Sweet Tooth and how it started off everything because it has two of my f- all-time favorite genre actors in there: fucking Stretch yeah. and Grady. Okay, mm-hmm. you got nice. Caroline Williams and Robert Rustler. And yeah. I was, I, I knew Caroline was in it, right. but then I saw and I was like, "Is that Grady and Mad Max from Weird Science?" Like, right. that's Robert Russler. And I, I mean, so what I like is they get work in fanboy material, yeah, because fanboys appreciate them. Well, and right. then even like new up and comers like uh, Greg uh, Kill uh, Greg Grub Grub Oh Grubberg or Grubberg or something. Grubberg. Yeah, from uh, one big of my new spider. F- big ass spider. Oh, I love oh, that uh, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and Absolutely. he was even wearing his big ass spider outfit. And in that the- is canon. Uh, I think Mike just talked about that on something. Oh, really? Yeah, that, that's that in, is, so. That's those, in the same universe. Yes, those are the two that's- same characters. Yep. I love that. Is all love, kinds of wonderful. Love that. I yep. love. And again, everything just wraps up to you know we're having a party and you're invited. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. We brought out all our toys. Oh yeah, this is for you guys, and let's just do this. And, and speaking have fun of wrapping together. it up, man, uh, Bad Seed, Neil Marshall's yes. story, which ends was, everything. It was so Halloween three. It, it was, was very, great. Yes, it was such a Halloween three yeah. feel, especially at the end there when they go to. I'm trying to remember the name no, of the company. No, it was company. called Clover Corp. Yep. A whole silver shamrock shout out. <laughs> yeah, that's... I was expecting to see like pieces of Stonehenge in the background right. or something. You know, he, he said uh, I saw an interview and he's like, you know, I didn't know if people would get that, but everybody seems to be the, the, up the on true it. fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because this is something that's made by fans. This is something that nonchalant fans, some people who just want a scary story, and some like rabid horror hounds can pick out and look and like, oh, the Nicodemica, but you know, oh, that's an evil dead thing, or like, oh, look at that. But then I'm like, yeah, that was a great movie. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of fun. I have I, a, I have a lot of friends that you know obviously saw the movie because you know I I, I did it and uh, they're not horror guys and they absolutely ate it up and fact, I think they're actually going to be horror guys. We're the gateway drug. Actually. Oh, very nice. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah, you guys are this generation's creep show. Uh, Honestly, you know, I've been tweeting Stephen King to make a comment <laughs> like every day. I just like send a new thing to Stephen King. I'm like, watch this movie, Stephen King. I, maybe he could, maybe he can direct something in Tales of Halloween too. Absolutely. Has there been any talk of anything? Yeah, like that? that was one of my well, questions. Yeah. All right, so that's going to depend on if uh, you know we listen. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, support the genre that you love. Um, it can happen as long as we're paying for it and not, you know, yep. ripping it online. Yeah, and, stop and fucking you, pirating shit, if guys. You, if you did, you know, just go rent it. That's all. Just push the button on iTunes. That's, you know, after the fact. You don't have to watch it again. You know, even if you, whatever. <laughs> just push that button and don't steal because, again, this was for everyone. And, and everyone thinks like, oh, they just assume. Again, we were talking about low budget versus mm-hmm. Avengers. They just assume that it's everybody just, you know, swimming in their uh, Scrooge McDuck piles right. of money. That's not the case. This is, you know, people uh, all across the border trying to make rent and, you yeah. know, yeah. Sure. and just trying to do their thing. And they're relying on this. So it really is stealing out of their pocket. I can't, I can't make it any more clear than that. And that sounds like bullshit, but 
you know. No, it's, you're it's seeing really it firsthand. Yeah. So you're yeah. actually, yeah, no, yeah. this is legit. Well, it's just, you know, you talked about the changing of cultures, and that's totally changed the way this this whole industry is working at this point yeah and it's, it's don't make a, us make a fucking indiegogo for right? every piece of shit right? project that pisses me off like support what we want we shouldn't have to you know the in, we shouldn't ask the industry to beg you know what i mean and that's this indiegogo and all that stuff i that's yeah. great for uh, new sure. people coming up and people yes, who want to make movies, but absolutely. like studios and people who have made and, and can prove that they make, like but, Joe Dante shouldn't have to do an Indigo. No, game, you know. Yeah. So yeah, no, the legit the industry you love. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, honestly, I think a lot of the hardcore horror fans. You know, they are big fans of physical media, whether right. you know, yeah. stuff that can, you know, hands on or if it's, you know, just something that is in their iTunes or whatever. Because so, you've seen Greg's DVD collection. And it's mine not that is, big. Yeah, yours mine is, is. Mine's pretty big. And, and, but at the same here, time. And here's the thing. So, like, the DVD is coming. It's absolutely coming. Good, and, good, and, good, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to buy two copies. <laughs> it is coming. But, you know, the DVDs take time and you have yeah. to box them and everything. Sure. And so the reason why, and, and this is, you know, this is Clint's opinion, but the reason why we put it on all the platforms is that because we are co- combating piracy. No mm-hmm. one out there whether you're in new zealand or you're a scientist you know in in antarctica you can pay for this movie and you should and that's why we put the digital and push it out there because you can't have that excuse you know that you know mm-hmm. well i couldn't it, it wasn't convenient so uh, you know I, I ripped it no but everybody should really check this out i mean especially like now that it's halloween season yeah. this movie sums up halloween beautifully if you have no plans for halloween watch it mm-hmm. if you have plans for halloween watch it if yeah. you're throwing a party watch it put get it a, on in the background get a, get a big group of people together and watch it say hey, I you show, you're gonna have a good time with this movie when the monster shows up from the week and the wicked you know you're gonna be like what the fuck is that oh my god you yeah. know there's just so many good little like i said this is just a fun anthology film who was that that played the the the, the bad guys in the week and the wicked uh one of them was noah sagan mm-hmm. um and the other one with the the female as you were of course just going She's a treat. <laughs> <laughs> but they played Street Tough, so automatically yeah. I hated them. Oh, I'd, I'd you know, love, I a, love a bad girl. Love a bitch. Oh, I'm right there with you. No, right? That's why we both got she the Pollyanna Macintosh thing going right, on. Right, right. She I was had like, those tattoos. Like she was like, oh, yeah. Very hot. You can burn my feet, Crenshaw feet. <laughs> oh, with the hot ass coat hangers. <laughs> Shut up, you fool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, do we have any final thoughts as we kind of wrap this up here for the evening? See this movie. Yeah. I, I, I think. I think between so far the movies that I've seen this year that have been my absolute favorites in the theater, I think it's been Mad Max, yes, Turbo, Turbo Kid, Kid. Yes. and this Turbo movie. Kid. Wait, wait, can we talk about Turbo Kid for a Fuck minute? Yeah, we can talk oh about my it. god, okay, I get so <laughs> excited for Turbo Kid. Um, all right, Turbo Kid is like uh, I'm 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 ten years old. I just got done playing in my Thank backyard. Yeah, I just got done playing in my backyard, and all of a sudden I've got the flu. And I've got this weird, <laughs> stay with me, kind of thing. stay with me. I have a fever dream and I'm going to hallucinate the future. And that is fucking Turbo Kid. And it's awesome. We saw it at, um, we saw it at, uh, back in uh, April, actually. Yeah. We, we got, got a screen screening it. of it because we were doing a review nice, for nice. this podcast. Actually, our very first it was, uh, Nightmare Junkhead. Yep. And, um, when it came to theater, we were like, "We gotta go fucking see it." Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. It's, it's some there's some think, movies that need to be seen in theaters. Oh, that's another one. That's that a was one. Experience. This one is one. Tales of Halloween. Mad Max was one. They're such good. I mean, I was and, and these I, three I movies saw, have been cheesing the whole time. Oh the movie. yeah, and I saw Turbo Kid. I saw Turbo Kid on a computer screen. Yep, because I, I and, it, and it was still like I yeah you know, and that's hard to do sometimes when you're on that computer screen. But I was still so pulled into it. I think uh, I storyboarded that on a Trapper Keeper. Uh, I do. Grade. 
related too. ones. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's it's so much. It's so much fun. It's it's, it's like gory. they pulled out your brain. Oh right. god, they hit all the sweet spots. Yeah, you know when we were watching it the first time and they kicked in with that Stan Bush uh, song <laughs> from <laughs> Rad. Oh my god! I was god. like, dude, they're pulling rad references. Yeah. I'm hooked. And I, was, and I love that. The year is 1997. Yeah, uh-huh. I was right. like, oh, we're in for a treat. And, right. and what a genius idea, too, to like, yeah. you know, like just put it to where, oh, yeah, like the it, apocalypse has but, already happened in the past. And, and this is like a. And we, I, I, you know, I had this debate with somebody about how there's all this nostalgia stuff and like everybody's cashing in on it and stuff. And I was talking to somebody about it, uh, Kung Fury. Right. Talking to Kung Fury versus Turbo Kid. And mm-hmm. I was like, it's not the same. I it's think not. It, Turbo Kid was made. It seemed like it was made with a lot more love, heart? more mm-hmm. lot more heart. It's genuine. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Kung Fury. Not that it wasn't bad, right. but it was just like it's a joke. It's a, yeah, it's, a it's fun, camp. It's yeah. campy. Tongue joke. was firmly yeah. planted yeah. in the joke. Right. This one it. wasn't. This one, like, hey, I'm gonna make a movie that I remember right. making in my head back in like 1983. Exactly. You know? So exactly that, and you can definitely feel that and tell that. And the, this Tales of Halloween segue. This. Yes. <laughs> Look at you, you Segway Akeem. I, right. I, I learned, so learned from the master. He's, he's I literally, from the master. Greg is literally glaring <laughs> at him right <laughs> now, and he's no, he's angry. He's like, <laughs> "That's my thing." <laughs> Me, you're no, the funny but, man. <laughs> I'm the straight guy. No, but bringing it back to tales from the Halloween, you can tell that people made this with love. They yeah. made the movie that they want to make. They made the movie that they had in their head, and they just did all their resources and they put a and lot you know of what? love into this movie, and it shows. Yeah. It does show, and that's such a good feeling because you know. In, in in Hollywood, you 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 do work on projects that you don't love that are a paycheck, and you make sure. them, you want to be a star, don't you? <laughs> uh, you make them the best that you can, and you do you know you you find the love in it. But this was just so easy for everyone. It wasn't necessarily work. No, it was wasn't just, work. It was right. fun, and it was just making your dreams come true. Whether it be Turbo Kid, Mad Max, Tales of Halloween, get out there, yeah. see them in the theater. Support movies like this. Yes, Support please. ones. Yes. You know, the Avengers don't need to make another $150 no, they- million. Dollars, <laughs> but if we can get enough money people to watch this and make Tales of Halloween too, And that's how you get more of what we love. Yeah. yeah. And then I would just- love more of this. I want more of this. I'd like to see one every Halloween. Yeah. Put them together. So, uh, Clint. Thank you so much for taking you the guys, time to come uh, out. And you're doing my new this. best friends. Awesome. I, awesome. I've had a blast. We'll get, I don't we'll get, care how you feel about me, but I'm going to be here uh, every day. I'm going to be. I'm going to have coffee here we'll, in the morning. We'll We're going to have to pull a Barry Bosick. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, you're kind of freaking me out. <laughs> we'll consider you on the invite for movie nights from here on out, man. Perfect, so you can come and perfect. chill out with us. Well, I guess until next week, uh, I am Greg D. I'm Junius McGee. We'll see you in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs>